Today, I want to share some ideas that I came across in a book called Peak Performance, Elevate Your Gain, Avoid Burnout, and Thrive with the New Science of Success by Brad Stahlberg and Steve Magnus. I heard about this book through Brad, who was interviewed by Pete over on the Awesome at Your Job podcast. You'll also find me on that podcast uh, a ways back talking about meetings. Uh, And that's a pretty good podcast. So check that out if you're looking for something new and interesting to listen to. What I like about Pete's podcast is he has a lot of people you've never heard of before. And not, I'm sure that they're known. (laughs) These are not, um, that sounds kind of funny. Uh, That doesn't mean to say that there are nobodies. They are just names of people. You know, there's kind of the, I don't know if you've noticed this, but it seems like there's kind of the known names, the known name people that kind of are on everybody's podcasts. And that is not the case with Pete's podcast, Awesome at Your Job. So check it out. I jotted a few things down as I went through this book. The book does a really nice job of like calling out the key points as it goes. And so I wrote some of those down in my journal because I thought they were really interesting or good. I don't necessarily have page references here. Uh, They're mostly high-level notes, but I thought I'd just run through them really quick. The first one, stress plus rest equals growth. An interesting thing here was lots of stress and lots of rest. Typically, you hear, you know, lots of work, lots of preparation, lots of training. But in the research that he cites, there have been some interesting discoveries in Um, the benefits of a huge amount of rest in conjunction with that stress. He also pointed to the need and the benefits of taking complete days off. So not just partial days off, but being really strategic about taking, quote, all off days. I started doing that myself, particularly Sundays, where I will not do any work work, any coaching, any podcast production, like just kind of no typical work. Uh, I'll also highly recommend this, turn off email on my phone, which is very easy to do, or at least on the iPhone it is. You just go to settings, mail, select the mail accounts that you have there and just slide the little slider to off. Having a whole day of nothing going on there, in fact, it's really funny that I will pick up my phone and push the little button and there's no email. Instead, it you know asks me to set up, do I want to set up an email account? Well, of course I don't. And it's a reminder that, oh yeah, I'm not checking my mail and I have no idea what's going on today with my email and that is perfectly fine. Although I will tell you, it feels kind of funny at first, but it is a nice way to just kind of take a break from everything. Some of the things I picked up here, um, exercise, even short amounts. So if you're working Pomodoros, you know, 25 minute time blocks in that five minute block, actually getting up and walking around, moving around, I guess there are benefits of exercise as short as six to 10 minutes. So, and I've started doing that as well. I work at a co-working space from time to time. And if I find, especially in the afternoon, that I'm spinning my wheels, simply just getting up, walking outside and walking around the block, it takes 10 minutes. But I can't say that there's been a time where I walked around the block for 10 minutes and said, well, that was a dumb idea. Doesn't always, you know, get me unstuck or solve the problem that I was trying to solve. But it's always definitely a step in the right direction. So I recommend that. Then he talks about, in terms of growth, that the sweet spot 
um, is to challenge just on the outer edge of your current skill. Um, this seems kind of obvious, but I think some of us have a knack of, you know, just jumping in the deep end and saying, well, we'll just figure it all out. Then it becomes so overwhelming. We can't continue. And then we don't. And so I really like this idea of just on the edge of your current skill. And then also along the lines of growth on page 50, a little doubt and uncertainty is a good thing. It signals that a growth opportunity has emerged. It also talks about how the mindset or the way that we look at stress weighs heavily on how it influences us. I think that's very true. <laughs> it's, you know, if you're in a challenging situation and you just tell yourself how horrible it is, it's probably going to be horrible. But if there's a way of reframing it without being too silly with yourself, but to look at that stress as, oh, this is actually giving me something positive that you can wrap your arms around and believe in, I think there can be some real benefits there. On page 90, he talks about, uh, as I was mentioning a little bit ago about exercise, he mentioned, you know, during breaks, no computer stuff. I have found this too. It's so easy to take a break and say, oh, I'll play a game on my computer or my iPhone, or I was going to almost secretly confess there to playing Minecraft, which I do. Well, that's a, There's a whole podcast coming up on that, I think. I haven't fully formulated it, but uh, uh, just a little insight into John Polster here. He's a big Minecraft player, although he kind of barely knows what he's doing. I got into that with my son. Story for another time. So during these breaks... They suggest looking at pictures of nature, even if they are just, uh, in fact, in the podcast with Pete on Awesome at Your Job, Pete mentioned that he has a PowerPoint deck full of nature pictures that he often looks at to kind of recharge and regroup. Uh, so yeah, doesn't have to be real nature, could be pictures of nature, listen to music, uh, do the dishes. If you work from home, that's easy to do. Go for a short walk, take a shower. Um... And I had something written here that I don't recognize. So we'll move on. All right, let's see what else I wrote down here. Uh, rest supports growth. So the whole idea of, yeah, vigorous exercise, vigorous resting, I guess, if, you, <laughs> if that follows. Um, you also talked about in terms of work blocks. So working, you know, in those 25-minute Pomodoros, prepare. I thought this was it. I never really thought about this, but I, I've been trying to practice this. So preparing for each of those work blocks and by preparing like everything you need is at your desk. So if you're going to need a snack, a glass of water, uh, always water, they say, um, just everything you need. And if there's a magic place that you tend to be like really, really productive and you need to get, you need to be in that kind of high productivity space. Don't discount that. Don't undersell that. You know, maybe there's a coffee shop with a particular table that you always do your best thinking or best writing at. Who cares if it seems weird? Just go there. They talk about also about decision fatigue. Uh, you know, these I don't know that I agree with. I've played with these a little bit, but they don't exactly do anything for me. Like you know, eating the same meals. Uh, having criteria for deciding things, uh, you know, the Steve Jobs, uh, Mark Zuckerberg, you know, keep the wardrobe simple. Um, I find that gets old, just like eating the same meals every day. So I don't know if those do anything for me, but I think there's some, some interesting ideas there. 
Then the quote on 153 kind of jumped out at me, quote, the best performers are not consistently great, but they are great at being consistent. So that idea of just continuing to show up and show up and show up and show up, it really does pay off over time. It's on page 154. The real secret of world-class performers isn't the daily routines they develop, but that they stick to them, that they show up even when they don't feel like it. Then there was a chapter on the benefits of having kind of an overarching life purpose and that that gives us motivation and focus and something to shoot for. Interestingly, he mentions a book that I'm going to do a separate podcast on called Life on Purpose, How Living for What Matters Most Changes Everything. And that book is by Victor Stretcher. And I'm going to do a whole separate podcast on that book, um, which is about, uh, not surprisingly, living life on purpose, having a life purpose. Anyway, this book, being uh, the peak performance book by uh, Brad Stelberg and Steve Magnus, has a whole chapter on an approach to developing a life purpose. I thought it was pretty good. I would like to do some additional deeper work on this. This is something that often comes up with coaching clients and we walk through, I wouldn't say it's, it's a, it's a fairly organic process, but I would like to do some more research and work into not so much making it a, a formal, like you, you always follow these 10 steps, but I would like to put a little more rigor around it than I've seen and experienced. So maybe more on that in the future. And I guess the last thing I had written down here was that the benefit of whatever your life purpose is, your values, having those somewhere where you see them in writing can be super, super helpful. Uh, I have done that from time to time in my office at home, where I, my kind of the primary place that I work, which is from time to time, just just like either one word phrases. Um, Dates, dates can be so powerful. Um, there is a fairly old blog post that I'll link to. Uh, Brenda Bouchard talks about having a date and setting a deadline for things. So um, a few years ago when I was making a, a change in uh, my job, I put a date on the wall that was about nine months, uh, no, it's about six months from that particular day. And I said, okay, on this day, six, no, maybe seven months from now, I will be doing something different. I don't know what it is. I don't know how I'm going to get there, but that is my deadline. And seeing that date on the wall every day was just kind of a reminder of, yes, I'm going to do something. That's what I'm shooting for. That's when it's going to happen. Uh, some other things along those lines that I also recommend doing is, uh, you know, make the, make that date part of your password. Maybe not your whole password. But maybe it's a passphrase or, but it's something that you just kind of type and end up saying to yourself every day can also be another really great reminder and way of just kind of cementing things in. All right, that's all we got today. Next time we'll be looking at, again, Life on Purpose by Victor Stretcher, which focuses on the whole concept of having a life purpose, the benefits of having a life purpose. Not so much about how to create one, but like I said, I do want to do 
hopefully some future stuff on that as well. Thanks for listening to The John Polster Show. Notes, links, and all that other good stuff for this episode are at johnpolster.com slash podcast. If you have questions or ideas around the podcast, send those to podcast at johnpolster.com. 